from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, since there has not been a direct, let's make up our own direct. Gotta get them all. Tetris themes. themes welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 206 this is the podcast by nintendo fans for nintendo fans like yourself and we are your hosts i'm trey unbridled blade dethroned johnson <laughs> i'm jeremy prince keenan Mikowski. prince keenan i know him so i i saw that on the notes and i did you rename prince canuck uh prince keenan i sure did dq2 yeah yeah. Well, I've been playing through, I, I'm almost, I, I think I have like all of the flashback uh, 3DS Street Pass stuff on Dragon Quest Eleven. I'm missing like one, I think. And I was doing that one where you have to find the prince, where you have to go to like, you basically have to go through a bunch of different games, different other games to try to find Prince Kanek. So I was oh, thinking, really? He's hiding in diff- a different game? Yeah, he's well, you go. You have to go to other, yeah, to other like stuff from other Dragon Quest games to try to find him. So you funny. have to go through a few different things. They actually do that for a lot of those games. We have to go into another game to find something. And I thought it was all in the same game, but it's not. It's a lot of times you go to another game to find the character. So, And it's funny because we talked about this on the show, but when I was playing Dragon Quest II again, I lost the prince too and couldn't find him. So I hopefully, hopefully you didn't have to deal with that because it was like a thing where I just went to the, like, I went to the wrong city before like the other one I was supposed to go to and I just couldn't find him because I didn't go to this one thing. It's very much like the old beef jerky thing from like uh from I used a walkthrough. Yeah. I mean even with the I just I couldn't figure it out even with the walkthrough because I had like gone to the because you have to go to like one city before you go to another city and I went I I did it out of order so where he was supposed to be Right you go to like his castle first and then the king says he went back to your castle. Yeah. You go there, and then the king says, I think there's actually a typo in the original version. Yeah. That it said that in the walkthrough where the king tells you the wrong place to go. Yeah. Because then you have to go to Leftmore, wherever it's called in this version. I think it's called Leftmore. Sure. And yeah. then he's inside of the inn. Yeah, it was something like that where he wasn't, I wasn't finding him at the inn, and I was trying to look at, and I was trying to look at different, um, different like strategy guides online about it. And it just, I could not find what, what was going on in the end that I had to just go back and whatever it was dumb, but I figured it out. It was killing me, but yeah, let's, uh, we'll start off the show here. Like we normally do and talk about all the stuff that we got, or more importantly, all the stuff that we've been playing. I've been fairly busy this week. So I mostly, a lot of the game playing that I've been doing, has been at work. But I also broke the 100-hour mark on Dragon Quest Eleven. Wow. I think I'm at 105 hours now. Dang. It's funny, because I was listening. Like, we were driving. We had to go to Indiana to see Jess's family over, you know, over, like, on Monday. And uh, we were list- she was listening to the podcast from last week while I was trying to 
get a quick nap in the car on the way there. And uh, I and I heard uh, heard myself talking about beating Dragon Quest, which was at like eighty hours. And now I'm like, man, that was like so long ago. <laughs> it felt like it was an, an eternity. It was like a whole other game ago. It was like a Luigi's Mansion three ago. You know, mm-hmm. this is like twenty hours ago. Because now I'm in like a hundred and like a hundred and five or six, I think, hours. And you yeah, like a lot more than I have at this point. Hey, man, that that. You should go back and play it. That after credit stuff is fucking awesome. Like, there's a lot oh, of shit well. that happens. There's now. I know. I think. I think that maybe it might be. There is sort of a caveat that happens after the credits, which may. That I feel. I felt like maybe that might have like stopped you playing it for a minute. You know, there's a stupid thing that happens that kind of sucks. If that, I'm just saying, if that was Wait, when you play after the credits for what what changes. No, when, I did, well, and I played for a while. Well, when you I just th- got to a really hard boss. Oh, okay. And I can't beat him. I mean, when you, when you do when you do the thing that changes everything, there's stuff that happens that's kind of like, oh, this is this sort of sucks. But if you go farther than that, everything kind of goes back to the way it was. But yeah, no, if it's a boss, I understand that. Yeah, there is there are some pretty difficult bosses in there, and I I have been at some points that I had to grind at. But what's really cool, and I'll say this 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 isn't necessarily it's kind of a spoiler, but it's pretty cool. Did did you learn the electric light pep move? Uh, I don't remember whose is it. Uh, the electric light is a move that uh, Silvando, Jade, and uh, your and the main character do, where it basically will change the people that you're fighting into metal slimes. No, I didn't get that. And that's basically how you grind. So I figured out how to do that. But there's some parts. Oh. There's some stuff to that too. Like it's number one, you have to have all three of them pepped up at the same time, which is difficult, you know. But mm-hmm. I basically found a bunch of pep-up drinks that I was using that automatically pep you up, and I was just doing that for a while. But if you get the right combination of slimes, you can get up to, like, 300,000, like, experience points from one battle. How do you keep them from running away is what I want to know. Well, there you should pair it with uh, Eric's critical claim move, if you mm-hmm. if you have that yet. You should have that. Critical claim will actually one-hit kill any of the metal slimes. Oh. So you need that. and You basically do that mixed with... Uh, with Jade's multi thrust helps also because you she'll hit it hit it like multiple times, and and most slimes only have like twenty hit points, but you have to be able to hit them. So I do that mixed with like the metals, like the any of the metal attacks or or some characters like if you have them set up to where they have higher crit- critical rates, there's like a larger chance of them knocking them out. But yeah, no, I base I mostly use uh, Eric's critical claim, and you can kill him in one hit. And yeah, I was able to. They've only run away like a couple times. I feel like they ran run around run away more in Dragon Quest Eight when I was like hitting them because I would use ex- Executioner for that, which would kill them, but it doesn't hit all the time. But the thing about the thing about the electric light, it uh, it's it takes it takes a bit to pep everybody up, and also it won't always bring slimes. Like sometimes it'll just bring those robot guys, the like killer robot guys, and you'll have to fight them, yeah. and you won't get extra experience. So it doesn't work every time. But when it does, it's glorious. And I've been I've been gaining two levels at once from doing that, like going up two at a time instead of one. Well, like, that's definitely the answer the to the large you cuz because of the large amount of experience points. Yeah, and, it's crazy how yeah. long it's going to take and I've been I've gone all around the world where I can go to try to find like a spot. Yeah. where there's high experience. Yeah, monsters, I but I I just I I guess I had already learned the electric light pep thing. Like I didn't have to find it on the on the the like character builder tree. I already had it. I just had to like pep everybody up and see if it was there. 
But I I had gotten some pep some of that uh, pep up drink, which I think I got it from one of the missions. Which which this isn't really a spoiler either. After you beat the game, you get more missions after credits. Like they give you more side missions. So I've been trying to finish all of those. Plus I found I found most of the uh, of the like 3ds Street Pass stuff where you go back in time. I think I'm missing like two total. But I have a lot of those finished, so that's been fun to do. Like, I've really been enjoying doing that. But, yeah, no, the game is still awesome. Like, there's a lot of really cool, like, extra stuff that you learn about the characters, like, after the after the credits. I say, like, just play it all the way through to the end, because I'm, like, at this point, I'm, like, so invested in the characters and, and all that that I just I have to see it all the way to the end, you know? I don't think I'm going to... I mean, I, I'm actually... For some characters, I almost have their their character trees completely finished, because I'm almost I'm almost at eighty levels, and I know night it stops at ninety nine, but I'm almost at the end of like you know I'm where I just I have nothing left to do on the on the whole like character tree thing, for a couple of the characters. So it's like I'm getting close, but yeah, that's basically when I have time to actually like sit down and play games. That's been the game that I've been playing. It's Dragon Quest Eleven, and yes, I still think it's the game of the year. I still think it's incredible and. A lot of fun to play. And there's been some, like, really cool moments, like, after the credits where I was like, oh, shit. Or I'd be like, oh, wow, they did that. Or, like, or like kind of, like, tug at the heartstrings type stuff, you know, where it's like, oh, whoa, okay, wow. So, yeah, there's a lot of really cool shit with that. If anybody gets bothered by the, the stuff that happens, like, after the main event, af- after the credits, just play, like, the regular – just just stay on the regular story for a minute and that will get fixed. Because I kind of just tried to go do other stuff and I wasn't really be a- able to do it because of that. So once I got back on the main story, I was able to fix whatever that was, in case anybody was getting discouraged by that. But yeah, no, it's still, I still think it's an excellent game. That's why I'm not really that upset that we haven't had a direct yet, because I got all these games to play on the Switch. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. But on the other side of things, I'm still tossing the play coins to the 3DS. <laughs> well, I didn't actually buy anything for the 3DS, but I'm still playing the 3DS because I... Because, you know, it's a good thing to bring to work, and when I have downtime, I get to play stuff. And uh, the other day, I yesterday, I played through, I did, I played through uh, OutRun, and I got all the endings. I, I beat OutRun like five times and saw all the different endings for it, so that was fun. Wow. I had a good time, good time with that, playing the 3D OutRun on 3DS. And it's cool because it's sort of like, it kind of reminds me of the way that, like, Cruising USA worked on the 64, where, like, you beat it once, and then you get, like, a nicer car that has like better steering or whatever and it's like a different color and then you beat it again and you get like a even nicer car than that that's kind of how this works like if you're just playing the regular mode you beat the game once you get like better steering you beat the game again you get like a car that like can get hit more before it like like it doesn't flip when you like hit the stuff on the side of the road anymore now it just kind of stops and then goes back on the road or like you get like a higher top speed and, and, and your and your car changes colors every time you beat the game too. So I just kept going through it to get all the different endings. And I started off, you know, I did like I like raised up the time limit, and I started off at like one, like the one star difficulty, and then I just kind of kept adding stars as I was going, like just kind of how I did with Tetris, where I'm like I'll just start at the beginning. And if you put it on like one star difficulty, there's no cars in the game, which is interesting. You're just driving, and there's like no cars for you to run into. Just an open highway with nothing there. So it makes it the easiest to, to beat, of course. But but yeah, every time I would beat it and get a new thing, I'd raise the difficulty. And I made it up to middle to the middle difficulty. And then when I beat the final one, I got arcade mode, which I haven't been able to do, to do yet because that's more difficult. But yeah, no, that 3D Outrun on 3DS is great. 
It's it was a lot of fun. And I forgot how fun it is to play racing games in 3D. You know, I didn't have I didn't have Mario Kart 7 on me at that time. I kind of wish I did, but cuz I always thought that looked really cool to in 3D like with the depth and the and the speed mm-hmm. and all that. And Outrun Outrun's kind of like that too, so it's like it's cool. It's fun. I've been having a lot of fun with that. So I did that, but before before I got to the Outrun, I actually beat Tetris. I got to the uh shuttle. I beat 95. Oh wow! For that, good, so good job. yeah, it didn't actually take that long. You just gotta, you just gotta play it for a while and just kind of figure out the way it works, you know. So, so I did that. I, I got, I got to see the shuttle. I, I did Is that it on like, your uh, 3ds version. On my 3ds version, yes. On on the um, yeah, I, I I did it on the virtual console version that you can't get anymore. But I'm very happy that I got it because it's awesome that it's on there. Because you can kind of, you know, you can kind of save state your your scores and stuff where it's like, you know, the other game, every time you turn it off, they go away. So yeah, I did that. I, I got, I got through that. That was, that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. So I was playing uh, outrun all day yesterday. And then when I got home, I was like, I want to play, I was like, I'm going to play outrun on, on the switch. So I played a little bit on the switch, but then I heard there was like a new campaign going on, on a uh, horizon chase turbo. And I started playing that. And it was like, so surreal, like to go from like outrun to that, because it's basically like, playing a game that you really like, but then playing it again later with like way better controls and way better graphics. It was just so cool. I was like, Oh shit. Now I like this game even more. Cause if you play outrun all day and you go to that one, you see exact, you see like how you see the evolution between the two of them, like, and how similar they are and all that. And how much, how horizon chase turbo, like is basically like super duper outrun with much better controls and all that. So yeah, I played that game some more. I think I have like, I think I put like 40 hours into that game for a racing game, which is pretty, it's still one of my favorite games on the Switch, like hands down. And they keep doing these like free, it's called the playground modes or whatever, but there's like free download stuff that you can play. And I was playing Carnival Season, where you basically, they'll give you like, they'll give you like some of the races that you already have, but they'll have like different difficulties and they'll be harder this time and you get to play them again and you get extra skins and stuff for your cars. So I did that. I played through the Carnival Season. And also there's a free rookie mode now, and I played around with that a little bit. It's basically like a kid's mode. It's like a smaller, it's like a shorter version of the single player mode, like the world the world mode where you have like less races per country and all that. And you can go through the game quicker. So, but I did get, I got another car for that. So just for playing it a little bit, I got another car. So, so I need to try this game when I, when we hang out. Cause I love Horizon Chase Turbo. Lot, I've never played it. It's fucking great, man. I love that game. It's, it's probably my favorite arcade racer. Like you aside like, from yeah, like, you like that genre from Mario Kart. Oh yeah. It's great. I mean, I, yeah, I have to, I have to it's show a it. different style than like, yeah, like Mario Kart or even like Gran Turismo or something like that. Yeah, I think what I really like about it is it's the kind of racing game where you don't have to break ever. It's all about the strategy of it is like going fast and trying to weave in between the cars. Like that's the main, that's where the actual like strategy of the game is. And that's how all the levels are. But the levels are really cool. And there's, and you know, you like run out of gas and you have to collect gas and there's like bonus turbo boosts that you can get in some levels and you get some of that as well. So that kind of adds a little bit more depth to it, but, but no, yeah, it's cool. And they keep, and the guys who made it, they keep uh, adding free free DLC stuff to it. So it keeps bringing me back to the game. So, yeah. And I, I follow them on Twitter. So I know like what's happening, like with their shit and all that. Is there anything on there? Are they able to monetize anything other than the free DLC or uh, no, I, I did buy a new, um, what was it? I bought that campaign. I bought the summer vibes one, okay. but it was only like, it was only like three bucks. Like it was cheap. 
like they're was, really not like monetizing it beyond just they're just supporting it. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you just pay, you just pay for the game, and you get all the pl- the playground shit and all that, which you just download for free. You don't have to do anything with, from that. But to get the summer vibes thing, you had to go onto the eShop and get it. But it was on, but it was less than five dollars, and it was like what seven, six or seven new new tracks and a new car. It was basically the outrun car is what you got the car with the two people in it then I, and you would be able to change the people that were in it. I thought that was cool, like they had like one car that like had where they're wearing the orange jumpsuits from like orange is the new black or it's like is there a dice hanging from the mirror uh possibly i don't I don't remember, but there were but there's different skins that have different people in there. Like there's like a, there was like two lesbians and like two gay guys and like all this different stuff there was on the carnival season one. There's a car that you can – there's, like, a car that's basically a guy riding two motorcycles, like, split with his legs, like, across two of them. And uh, and there's different versions of that. It's, like, one of them is Bruce Lee. Like, one of them is uh, – one of them is pretty much uh, Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. Um, one of them is Patrick Swayze and uh, Demi Moore doing the clay thing from Ghost, which is, oh, fucking, nice. which is fucking hilarious, too. Like, that's one of them. Uh, the other one, like – it's not a. I think it's supposed to be like Rick James. It like kind of looks like Michael Jackson, but he has like the mustache. It's like the red leather, you know. That's that's one of the other guys you can be. And uh, one of them, I think, is like Freddie Mercury. Look, looks like Freddie Mercury. So like stuff like that. They they have cool like different skins for the different cars that you can use. But you yeah, know, it's a blast. And I think the game's under twenty. It was totally worth it because I kept playing it. And the single player in itself, as I've said before, is. Has a lot to it, especially if you want to go through and try to get all the cars, which I still haven't done because you have to get, because you have to get a gold medal on every race in order to get one of the final cars. And, and there's also tokens that you collect in the race. And if you, and you have to get a gold medal and all of the tokens to get like the final, final car. And plus there's some extra like, there's like a Grand Prix that you can do that you can also unlock cars from. So there's like, if you like unlocking cars, there's a lot to do in the game. Like it just keeps going and going. So. That took me back to that. And also, I, I got to play that Echo game that I talked about last week. And actually, you know, it's it, I thought it was pretty good for... I mean, I only spent $3 on the game. And I felt like it had a pretty had a much higher budget than what you would think from a $3 game. Because it's, like, fully voice acted. You know, there's, like, people talking through it, all the animation. Like, the, the art design, I think, is really good. And it's very much like a point A to point B puzzle-type game, where you're kind of just, like pointing to where your character goes. You're it's like this kid, this blind kid who's carrying an egg and you have to figure out how to get him in the egg to the to like the next level. So that's so that's like a puzzle in itself. And there's parts where you have to use the egg to like open a door, you have to put it into a thing. There's parts where like if you leave the egg, these little shadow people come and grab the egg and try to steal the egg, so you got to come back and try to get and you can actually throw stuff at the shadow people with your god hand or whatever that's in there to to defend the egg and try to get them away from it. But that's what kind of reminded me of like Eco with like the shadow people was that it's basically if like, you know, if Eco instead of like the guy and the girl it was a guy and an egg. That's kind of like very much what what I feel like how the game is. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like I played I don't know, I played it for like 2 or 3 hours like over the weekend and I thought it was cool. Like, I, mean, I definitely want to go back and play and like finish it because it's very much like a point and click game, you know, like where you point at something, that's where your guy goes. And it's, yeah, just figuring how to get to point from point A to point B. Have you played it in handheld mode? No. I mean, I would be really surprised if you can't just like tap on the screen and tell where to go. That's what this, that. I'm looking at an article about it. And yeah. Saying this particular reviewer preferred to play it in handheld. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I like playing it on the TV. I don't want my hand in the way of the screen. I want to, I want to enjoy the art on the TV yeah. and not have to deal with. We talked about that before with Donut County yeah. and all that. Yeah. Where it's like eh, the phone one, whatever. I, I'd like to try the, um, the strike game that I got that has a really cool, uh, handheld thing where you can bowl, where you can do like a touchscreen bowling thing on there. I haven't tried that yet, but that looked interesting as well, where you can play it with no controllers and just, you know, play it. I think that's what it would normally be because it's, because it's a mobile game, but yeah, no, I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it like that. I just played it on the TV, but yeah, no, I was, I was impressed with it for, for like how cheap it is. And it's only like six, like total. So whatever, but yeah, that's, I might have, might have checked that one out. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I've been doing. It's a, uh, yeah, it was mostly Dragon Quest and some of those other ones. If I remember anything else, I will mention it, but I think that's, I mean, aside from playing, like, having the 3DS, there's, like, so many games on it, so I've just been, like, randomly dipping into other stuff. Like, I played, like, Street Fighter Alpha 2, because I have the Super Nintendo Virtual Console version on there. Oh, nice. So I, like, fucked around with that for a little bit. And I think, I, and I played, like, uh, was I played, like, Final Fight 3, because I have that on there. I played that a little bit. I played, like, Streets of Rage 2, because that's on there also, and, you know, kind of fucked around with that. But, but yeah, no, the 3DS is still... It's still a great system. It's I just, I forgot how many games I had on that system. There's just so many. Oh yeah, and I played a little bit of like Pokemon Puzzle League because I have that on there too. So it's just I have so many games on there. It's just so easy to jump from one to another. It's cool. Well, I didn't play any 3ds this week, sadly. I just haven't been traveling and by bus a lot, I guess. So mostly I've just been playing my Switch. I totally uh, just got sucked into Dragon Quest One this this past week. Yeah, you got um, into the you got into the originals on here. I did. So I I played all the way through Dragon Quest One, and uh, it's great. I love it. How was it? Did you uh, have a good time? I did. Uh, there's a couple parts where you just got to grind for a really long time. Oh, the whole game. Is... I just like listen to podcasts or <laughs> yeah, watch TV or something while I was doing it. And the whole the whole game is grinding. It's <laughs> basically what it is. Basically, all it is. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's so simple. It's the first it's the first RPG on consoles. So I mean. That's what I expect, and but I, think, I feel good about beating it. Yeah, for yeah. that reason, that I, and it's also kind of cool to, to to be able to say like you know I beat the most recent Dragon Quest. Well, not counting the side stories because I yeah. think Builders Two is more recent than uh, Eleven, but uh, and then the first one I beat the first one. So now I've got to beat every game in between. Yeah, now you got to see the original Luminary. Well, I mean that he's the descendant of the Luminary. Mm-hmm. The actual original original Luminary is three. When and you, you keep, you know, you've told me a few times about how the map of the first game's in the second game, and I totally is, can already yeah. see it in the world map. Like I, I immediately recognized it. So, oh yeah, no, that... I definitely, I definitely got familiar with the world of the original Dragon Quest. So it feels kind of cool to have a familiarity with it now, and sort of like, oh yeah. Also, it was really cool to see all the like, you know, those item names I remember mm-hmm. from Dragon Quest Eleven, and you know how. There are just a lot of things that have carried over from the beginning all the way to the most current game. And you get you get to see all the monsters too, which I think is yeah. really cool. Like you Which get- I didn't know how like you said it was a pretty good remake. I wasn't sure how what the feelings were of everyone of like the art in it. Oh uh, I'm not like, a versus the original. I'm definitely not a not really a fan of the art. Like I I I'm not I don't really like what they did with the sprites. They look they look kind of weird and I prefer like the original sprites from the NES game. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, the whole game is in there. Is is what I'm is why I would recommend it because if you can get past how weird the, you know, how weird the sort of like HD art whatever it is, it looks 
you still get the game and the game is still yeah. good. Like that's what, I mean, it still is the same game, except they made it, you know, a little bit easier. Like it, it, and in the, in the way that like you get more experience points, like you don't have, maybe you don't have to kill like 500 slimes this time. You only kill like 200 or something. like. Oh, that. really? So yeah, if they, I wanted to play the original game, it's going to take like twice as long. Yeah, it'll take longer, but that's but that's fine. I mean, it that game was kind of. I mean, I, I played through the NES one and the Switch one, and I, I mean, it's it's like you know, it's like friend of the show, like uh, Nathan was saying that he he played through uh, Dragon Dragon Quest one, like on or Dragon Warrior rather, on like an emulator, and uh, he just played it with the fast forward on because it's like because you have to fight so many monsters on that, and yeah. I feel like that's just kind of what they did. I mean, they did the same thing with the re-release of Fantasy Star, like the Fantasy Star that we both got on Switch. Like they basically up the experience points from the characters, so you don't have to grind as much, which is fine. You know, I'm fine with that. Like, that is fine. I feel like they put maybe, and I I like Dragon Warrior One, Dragon Warrior slash Quest Warrior One a lot, but it is super super grindy on the NES especially. And if they take away some of that grind, I'm fine with that. That's, maybe I'll maybe really... I'll try to play it through on the NES. I'll just yeah. take my sweet time with it. Yeah. But. And I think even the Game Boy one that you have took away a little bit of the grind. Like just made it. They just tweaked it to where you get a little bit more experiences for the characters. You know, in in that way. Not that they made it like super duper easy, but they just made it to where you have to fight less slimes. You know, there's much less like, you know, like I said, maybe you have to fight a hundred instead of two hundred. You know, mm-hmm. before you get to whatever point to beat it. Yeah, there and there was definitely a lot of points in the game where I was just like, oh, felt so OP for the section I was in, but then I'd go to another section and I was, oh yeah, and then you not, get not not ready for it. So yeah, it was and then just you like, get, oh my god, I gotta really just like hang out up there for a while. I think I think that's one of the really cool things about that game, though, like where you'll be like, oh no, I'm doing all right, but then all of a sudden you get like rolled in the next area, and you're like, yeah, and and it's and it's cool because you kind of can get. It strikes the fear into you, especially if you're trying to, because a lot of that game is like grinding to try to get money to get better weapons and all that. And when you get to the point where you're just like kind of, you're like, well, let's see how far I can go. And then all of a sudden you're stuck against this monster that's like just beating the shit out of you. And you're like, yeah, fuck, you know, that kind of like puts the fear in you again. Of uh, And I and I, I like that. That's part, that's the fun ex- aspect of that. It's game. true. And yeah. I mean, it happened to me when I ran into the, uh, I ran into the dragon very early. Oh yeah, in the cave. Well, you go you go through the cave, but you're not supposed to go to the dragon until later. But, but I could see, yeah. you know, off on the side, I saw the door. So as soon as I got a key, I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta see what's behind that door." Oh yeah, yeah. And I went and I showed up to that green dragon, and he just like annihilated me, of course. And I was like, "Damn, maybe I wasn't supposed to do that yet." And that's when I looked at the walkthrough, and it was like, it had said to do that, but not for quite a while. Yeah. You got I mean a lot of it is kind of like hanging around a basically hanging around a town, you know, so you can mm-hmm. so you can go and fight and like heal until you're out of MP and then come back to the town and like get all your MP back and then I mean, I went I know the uh yeah. the final dungeon like by the back of my hand. No, that's I don't what I need to turn on the uh Yeah. I don't even have to turn on the 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 uh, spell because I ground grinded in there for like probably at least an hour. Maybe oh, two. sure, yeah. And that's what well, you might see that dungeon again. I don't want to spoil it. But. <laughs> well, if it's the same, then I'm not going to worry about it too much. Yeah. No, I had, when I was playing through Dragon Quest one and two, I had no idea that like that like the whole that all of Dragon Quest one was in two. So it, like really just I was like so happy, it, like blew my mind. I was like, whoa, hey, 
there it is. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And it was because, basically like, yeah. it, was, it was just me going like, okay, I'm like, well, I'm going to go to this place that I know had a thing in the first one, and let's see what's there. And that's basically what I did, you know, just yeah, like. Yeah, you, I thought you mentioned yeah. finding like the sword or you found something that was hidden mm-hmm. that was in the first game. Yeah, they definitely they definitely made it for people who like played the first one cuz like you can be like, "Oh, well there was something in the first like maybe something's there." So like they want you Honestly, to- that's one of the main yeah. reasons I wanted to play through the first one was for yeah. what you described like yeah. revisiting it in the second one and then also I'm going to build up my uh, knowledge of Dragon Quest enough that I'll appreciate those side quests in 11 more. Oh yeah, definitely and definitely for the 3DS stuff like the 16-bit stuff you'll it it'll be, it'll make a little more sense to you because you know you know those characters even though there's like the so I've never I've never played Dragon Quest Ten because Dragon Quest Ten never came out here because it, it was, was never, online right yeah that was the MMO and it was never localized so I don't really know like what's happening in that and I've also never played six six was kind of one I was just like you know I'll play that once I finish like eight and nine. So that was kind of on the back burner for me. So I don't necessarily know what's happening in those levels, but I figured it out enough to to get through it. I just don't really know. Like this, the, you like, beat seven, didn't you? I did beat seven. Yeah, that I one was like a hundred and thirty hours, something like that, on, on 3ds. Slog of a game, I hear. I liked it. I like. I'll seven. play it. No, I'm going to play it eventually. <laughs> I don't understand why people. Yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed seven. I had. I'm I, fine. I want, I'm looking yeah. forward to lots of hours. Yeah, no, I, I I had a great. I mean, I I beat it all the way through, and I really liked it. I liked. I really liked the classes and stuff that you could do on that. Like I, I mean, I think seven was probably my favorite Dragon Quest for a while. You know, I really I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I mean, there's yeah, it had like a couple like you know jerky beef jerky type parts where like I forgot to talk to a guy you know but that's old that's old rpgs that's just kind of how they are you know it doesn't doesn't bother me but i thought i thought it was done really well on the 3ds and i had a blast with it i mean i beat it i played it all the way through i didn't do the after credit stuff because it ramped up big time like all of a sudden people were were just destroying me and i didn't want to grind so so i kind of quit it but i but i still think about going back to it and, and trying to like do those doing some of those secret bosses at the end you know because they all pretty much I think everything aside, I think like after the third one, actually there might be some bonus stuff in the third one too. I think after the third one, they all had like bonus after credits bosses and dungeons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, but I'm glad you're getting into the old stuff. I think they're all, that's my argument for Dragon Quest versus Final Fantasy. As I say, uh, I think Dragon Quest as a series is better than Final Fantasy because I think there, there are more good Dragon Quest games than there are good Final Fantasy games, and they're more that's, consistent. Which well, that's because for, for some people that's a good thing, for some people that's a bad thing. Yeah, I, sure, I can see both sides of that coin. Sure, yeah. Well, I think, and also the Dragon Quest side, all of them are made by the same person, so they, so that's why they have like such a high level of greatness. I think it's because they're all they're all Yuji Hori. Like he works on all of them, so it's not like there's not different development teams. So they're all kind of doing. They're doing similar things, but each game is different. You know, they all have their own thing. They're very much like, you know, I, I compare it to like Zelda games or like Mario games where like you see a lot of the same, you see a lot of like the same, like, uh, you know, characters, like little, like little monsters that you fight, but the story's different and there's always like a thing going on. There's like a, you know, a gimmick or whatever. There's, there, there's always something different for each one that they're, yeah. that they're trying to go for, you know, so. Well, and uh, Dragon Quest 2, which I also got, just continue talking about Dragon Quest, um, that's Sorry, yeah. when they introduce multi-party and yeah. multi-enemy. So 
Yeah, that I was experienced that, and uh, I actually just got Princess Kel. I, I named her Kel's Bells because I named the other characters after my cat. So yeah, uh, Prince Keenan and Princess Kel's Bells. I, I was just gonna say Kel, but I was like, I want to write something silly. So that's what I did. Kel's Bells. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that I call him from time to time if he's annoying me or whatever. Sure. So uh, that's my two party members. So I'm up to a three person party in that game, and uh. My hope is to beat it, maybe not this next week, but the next couple of weeks. Then I'm going to jump right into three. So I'm going to wait until I beat this to buy three. And I'm going to kind of like, that's one of the things I've been wanting to own all three of them since they they showed up. And Mm. now I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy the next one until I finish the previous one. Sure. Yeah, I I bought all three of them at once. I I just couldn't resist. And I beat one, but I didn't actually beat two. I made it to, I basically made it to the part where you get to like, the map of one and two and I didn't, and I just didn't get past that. So I need, I need to go back and beat that too. Cause I haven't, I haven't touched three at all. Like the three version on that. I played through all of three, the game boy color version. And I played through all of two on, on the game boy color version as well. The one that had one and two on it, but, but I haven't played it on the switch. Well, yeah. I'm liking it so far. Um, I like all this, you know, you could see like a huge leap between the first and the second game and the amount of like, extra systems they added and uh maybe not extra systems per se but just i don't know the multi-party thing and the, oh sure yeah the fact that you can save different places and you can warp to different places in the map instead of just like you know just having one home base mm-hmm. and obviously I, the map's a lot bigger so that's pretty cool and I, I think the reason that they put the map from the first dragon quest in there was just to show how big the new map was to be like, hey, we can put the whole original game in the middle of this map, you know, just to show you like how much they've come from one game to another. That was it's, what I figured. It's really cool that it's a direct sequel. I like that. It's got the whole, you know, later on what happened in lots of Zelda games, but there's been a hundred years that have passed since the events of the first game. And you're the descendant of the original hero, and in fact, all three of you are. Yeah, yeah. You're, well, you're you're a descendant of the descendant, right? Like you're a descendant yeah. of the guy from the first one, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's all, coo- th- all three of them are. It's cool, and it's cool. Like, well, spoilers. It's not really spoilers, but once you get to three, you are the hero. You go. It's a prequel to one and two, so that's really cool. Oh, is it? Yeah. So that's. So I thought that was really neat. You actually, you're the descendant for two, and then you get to be the guy that you're the descendant of. I thought that was really neat. So that's really neat. So you get to see the fucking luminary, the the Lodo, the Lodo Roto, Erdrich, whatever you want to call him. Well, I look forward to playing it. You get to see what I will definitely be trying to play it. Um, so I didn't touch eight at all this week, which I feel kind of bad about, but it's not like it's going anywhere. So yeah, I need to I need to sit down and go to that final dungeon on there. I haven't touched it either, just because I haven't had time to just dedicate to that final part because I've mostly just been playing eleven when I'm home. But I'm with you that there's just still so much to do on the Switch that I haven't really been like, you know, I'm not even like, I know it's kind of her- like heresy or whatever to say, but I'm not super excited about Animal Crossing. I mean, I know I'm going to like it. I'm going to buy it day one. I'm going to play a lot of it probably, but I'm just not like super hyped over it. Um, And that's really the next big release that I know of. So yeah, I'm just right? kind of like resolved to myself that, I yeah, like just like you, I'm just happy with what I do have and. The stuff that I do want to play is cheap, like, you know, the next Dragon Quest game. Yeah. And, um, I might end up getting Fire Emblem eventually if I run out of RPGs to play. Yeah, that's still um, that's still one that's like, 
it's kind of the one I want to go to. Well, I'm I'm gonna whenever I get done with Dragon Quest Eleven, whenever that happens, like fifty hours from now or however long it takes, mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Th- I'm thinking of like, I mean, I'm, pro- I'm still gonna go to Luigi's Mansion because that's the one that I really want to play after that. But I'm like, maybe I'll hang out in the twenty hour game area for a minute. You, didn't you beat <laughs> you know? Luigi's Mansion? I did not. No. Oh, I don't know why I thought you did. I played like halfway through it. I put it. As, I put it as my second on the list just because I really yeah. enjoyed what I played of it. Yeah, but I did not beat it. I, I you you did. I know you did, but I have, yeah. I have not done that yet. I don't know. It, it happens to me. I go back and forth between being able to focus and not being able to focus on games. And I just have been the past couple of months. I've been able to just like focus in on one game and just play it a lot. No, I mean you were pretty good at it. You like you beat a lot of stuff last last year. Yeah. I was impressed. Like a lot of big ones too. Like uh, like Dragon Quest Eleven and Pokemon, and you know, it seemed like you were good at running through games i think uh-huh. it was there were some other ones other than that too but well like what forager and and the and uh-huh. the and like the stardew valley stuff as well the rest of the stardew yep yeah yeah i did i did great um yeah so i've got another game on my list that i beat this year i'm excited about beating dragon quest um other than dragon quest you know i've been playing the usual suspects um i didn't really buy anything this week besides dragon quest 2 actually that's all i bought I was playing more Resident Evil 4, and uh, I just, I don't know, I got to a part where I was really frustrated with it, with not being able to beat this certain part. And so I just like got online, I'm like, I wonder if this is one of the hardest parts of Resident Evil. So I just looked up hardest part of Resident Evil 4, and it's all these YouTube videos of the exact place I was at. Show yeah, what, what part is that? It's the part where uh, you go through... Uh, you first go into the castle, you know, and then you go and you fight the blind, the blind guy in the the uh, dungeon, and then you go upstairs and uh, you go into that huge room with all the like the like the pools of water or whatever, mm. and there's just like the huge mob of zombies coming at you or guys coming at you with like the big shields and a whole bunch of them have the the uh, the big bug heads that come out that can decapitate you. Oh, You've yeah. got Ashley with you, so she's like a pain in the ass. Yeah. I figured that Ashley was worked in there somewhere because everything with her, I rem- well, you know, escort man- missions in general are always just such a pain in the ass. I didn't have much ammo either because I just kind of fucked up <laughs> my play. So I was just kind of like, oh, no, this sucks. So I played it a couple times, died. Like I said, got a little frustrated, watched a couple of videos. And the funniest one I watched was a guy that was playing a, a rifle only challenge video. Mm. So he was playing that part with the rifle and, um, that makes it a lot harder, of course, but sure. he just kept dying and dying and dying. And then I think I watched another guy play it, like whatever the hard mode is. If, is there a harder mode on Resident Evil? I can't remember. I don't know. I mean, I I would, as for not knowing and guessing, I'd say yes, probably, but I don't know. I, I, never, I can't remember. I didn't play a harder mode on there, but I'm sure there yeah. is one. But after playing it a couple of times, I finally booted it up again a few days ago and I got to that part and I just ran like past all the guys all the way to the back. There's this little room in the back that has like these two switches you have to stand on that cause this, uh, crank thing or this, uh, some sort of like, yeah, some sort of like crank thingy to come up that you have to twist and you have to protect Ashley while she does it or whatever. Anyway, I, uh, I just stood in that room with her standing behind me and I just like, shot everything as it went through the door. Mm. 
and it was super easy. It took like probably about 15 minutes because <laughs> every so often I have to run out and like bait them to come run downstairs towards oh, me. Oh, sure. That's actually, the, I mean, there wasn't the escort part, but I, I, I beat, I remember there was a level that I beat on GoldenEye like that on the hardest difficulty where I basically kind of just like ran out and then just got everybody to come in a room and I just shot them all through the window of a door. <laughs> and that's how, and that's how I beat it. Cause they would all come straight to the door. It feels cool when that happens in a game. You feel yeah. like you're, well, you're uh, you, yeah, you outsmarted the game, but it was kind of weird because there are these, these guys that were falling from the ceiling and I would look up and it was just like blackness above me. There wasn't like any sort of a, a room. So I don't know if they were, that's just how they spawn. And normally they spawn before you get to that room, but they were just like falling out of the ceiling at me. And it was really weird, but they were falling like right in front of me. And then they'd hit the ground, and then I'd just be able to take them out without before they could even get up. Hmm. But um, it was strange. But yeah, I I just took care of them all, and uh, there that was kind of difficult. But I eventually got past that, so I'm feeling pretty good about where I'm at. I actually get to like run around without her for a while. Yeah. The last thing that happened was she got like caught like tra- caught in a trap or whatever, Mm-mm. and now I'm free of her for a bit. <laughs> Running through the sewers, so that's where I'm at in t- uh, Resident Evil Four. It, it's it's funny because it's like such a precursor to uh to what Resident Evil Five became. I remember, yeah. I remember you telling me that like the greatest thing about Resident Evil Five was after you beat it, you didn't have to have a partner anymore, and you could just play and just play by yourself because you unlock yeah. that after you beat the game. Which I didn't ever beat that one. I played pretty far into it. Oh, though. I thought you had, or maybe you just maybe a friend had done it and you just played it. Because you said mm-hmm. the, you said the best way to play it was like in the second mode after you beat it, and you don't have to have a another person <laughs> there. Which, yeah, I understand. I I played a demo of it, or no, no, I got it for free on PlayStation Plus, and it was just, yeah, it was not for me. It, it seemed like it was very much a game trying to be an action game, but it was not like, but the controls were not made for an action game. And I had just come off of playing like Uncharted and stuff like that, and I was like, this game does not work. This is like old Resident Evil controls, like tank controls, but trying to be an action game, and it just didn't work for me. It felt very Gears of Warzy to me. That's one of the reasons I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I mean, those I, duck and cover shooters, like, yeah, aren't my. Aren't my can you? I mean, can you duck and cover in five? Though I feel like five is still like four, except they just five made had it all action ducking and covering. Stuff oh, really? like for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it played. No, <laughs> I, did I? I didn't like if having it, to carry. If it ever goes on sale in the eShop for like ten bucks, I might grab it. Yeah, it's give a, it another chance. But I've never owned it. I think I just played someone else's copy of it for a little bit. Yeah, it's on so sale now, but not for ten. Uh, let's see. Otherwise, yeah, like I said, usual suspects this week. Uh, keep playing Tetris ninety nine. As I said, I'm trying to get all the themes. Um, I got the Splatoon theme that I barely missed out on nice. that's one of the ones that i actually played the competition but i started like right before that it got ended oh, okay and i was trying my hardest i played almost an hour or you know probably not an hour like 30 minutes straight mm. trying to get enough points and wasn't able to do it in time so it feels good to get it finally yeah that, I, so, that was like one of the first ones too i think like it was definitely at the beginning of the themes yeah it was up there. It was either it was either before or after the Game Boy one, but it was Game Boy one was first. Okay, yeah, it was real early. Then this okay. was the second one. Yeah, and then there's the uh, Kirby one was the last one. So I just need one more, which is the Fire Emblem one. 
of, of the 30, the 30 point ones. And then all the other ones are 15 points. So yeah, those are going to be kind of a breeze to get. And you have the Luigi one, right? What? Do you have the Luigi theme? Luigi's mansion theme? There's one called like haunted mansion or something. Is that what you're talking about? No, I was talking about the 30 point ones. Like, cause Luigi's mansion would be one of those if you didn't get, if you didn't get it yet. Hmm. Cause it, cause there's a haunted house one or there is a haunted one. That's fifteen, but there's also a Luigi's Mansion one. I that, don't remember. It was in October. It was from a from an event in October. It happened when we were in Japan because I actually, because of Japan being, I don't know, because of the time being different, because Japan is behind us, I was still able to get the Luigi's Mansion theme, even though we were in Japan. I, I was able to figure it out and play it like way later than it was a you know. So I, th- I, th- I thought that was cool. That was like I still made it to the Tetris, Tetris Maximus in Japan. So <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty awesome about that. You should. Um, I'm looking to see if I have it, but I did. Like I said, I did. Um, I'm pretty sure I only have one left to get, so I must have it, right? Yeah, I don't know. Unless, unless it's not offered. Which I think is what I, I thought. I thought they all were because yeah, it was like there was the there's Luigi's Mansion and the Pokemon one. Well, Kirby was before that. So I think the last ones were Kirby, Luigi, and Pokemon. There's not a Pokemon one or a Luigi's Mansion one. Oh, there. I thought they were offering all of them. That sucks. That's kind of cool, though. Though that maybe maybe they'll offer them eventually, or maybe they won't. I think they probably will if they're offering the other ones. You know. Yeah, Fire Emblem's the last one, the thirty one that I have that's available to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it was probably Fire Emblem and then Kirby and then Luigi's Mansion and yeah. all the others. But otherwise, yeah, uh, King Knight, keep playing that, but really haven't done much in it this week, so not nothing really worth mentioning. I just beat a couple more levels. And then uh, I keep playing the Impossible Lair, trying to get all the coins, because I'm like, I really like it, but I figured, once again, like I'm trying to practice a little more restraint in buying games, so. It's on mm-hmm. sale still. I'll, keep, I'll get everything I can get in the demo, and I have a, if I want to play more, yeah, then I'll sure. Play the game. Does it? I know it's on sale, and I'm going to miss the sale possibly. Does it carry over the what you do in the demo? It does. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. So yeah, if you do everything in the demo, and then you're out of stuff, and you still want to play it, then you could be like, well, you know, right? Yeah, that's kind of the, what the, what I'm trying to yeah. tell myself right now. So. Dragon Quest 2 restrained myself from buying it until I absolutely knew I was going to play it. I'm happy about that. And sure. Tetris is free to continue playing, et cetera, et cetera. So that was my week in gaming. Cool. All right. Well, uh, let's. Uh, we can take a break then, and then we'll come back and talk about our fake direct and some news and shit and all that like we normally do. Sounds good to me. All right. Cool. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Builders one and two, they take place in their like counterparts. So like Dragon Quest Builders one takes place in the world of Dragon Warrior One. I mentioned this a bunch of times on the show. Yeah. It's it's like when you get the alternate ending where the where the Dragon Lord asks you if you will like join him. Like Dragon Quest Builders one takes place in that world where you did join the Dragon Lord and Oh cool. And he takes over the world and everything is gone and that's why the builder needs to be there because the world Yeah, is I did I did go back and yeah. choose the bad ending. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. That's why everything is that's why everything is not there and destroyed and why there needs to be a builder to rebuild things is because I don't of, know if I did anything yeah. wrong. Are you supposed to just go back to the hotel? Oh that that's the way that's actually in the Yeah, that's the way that the remake works. Where it takes you back to the hotel. In the original one, you have to start. It'll take you back to the title, and you have to start over from wherever you saved last. Oh wow! So they did change that in the remake, where you wake up in a hotel and it was just a dream. <laughs> but, in the, but in the original game, no, it's game over, and that is an ending. So it's just the same thing. We have to like, you know, restart the system, and then you go back and you're wherever you saved before. So yeah, it was incredibly. It was very scary for me to do it too, because I did it on the NES, like on the original NES, and I was like, "Uh," oh. and yeah, it took me back to before. But thankfully, I had, I had already beaten it, so I didn't feel that bad about it. But I did want to see that uh, that other ending, just because it spawned this whole other series from it, the side quest series. But yeah, let's talk about so let's talk about some new stuff. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. So Pokemon Home is out now for the Switch, as far as weekly releases go. Don't know if you saw that. And it's free. It's free for like 30 days. So I downloaded it for free. It's a free download. So I haven't messed around with it. I don't know what I would really do with it. 
But I guess for anybody who's played like Let's Go a lot, I guess you could bring some guys in there. And this is also like going to a news thing as well, but but if you but there are actually you can bring some new Pokemon into Sword and Shield now through home. I think they added like thirty more that weren't available before. So now you can get four hundred and thirty by transferring them into there from either Pokemon Go or Pokemon Let's Go. So there you go. There's like a little mini update. I to, mean, they might show up in the surprise trade. Yeah. To well, they, oh, of course. Yeah. If somebody has them and they surprise trade them, then yeah, they would. Nice. It all depends on whoever has them. But yeah, no, they, there was a whole list of them that have like all these different ones that I'm not going to read it all. But but yeah, there are like new ones that are that have been revealed that are that are going. The big to ones be. though are like Mew and uh, Mewtwo. That's a pretty big deal. Is it? I don't think it's Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah, they're listed here. Oh, are they? I just I remember seeing Meltan. <laughs> like anybody cares about Meltan, but Meltan and Meltans. Mel Metal. Yeah, Mel Metal is. Uh, Incineroar, Poplio. <laughs> yeah, you like Poplio, right? And uh, Squirtle, though. Squirtle's a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. It's Char- Charizard's already in there, right? Yeah. yeah. You get Char the end from, um, what's his face? Oh, from uh, the main dude. The guy who's like wearing the the fur Cody looking thing. Leon? Yeah, something champion, like that? Yeah. yeah, Leon. Yeah, he's just such a weird name. Oh, yeah, so Mew and Mewtwo are totally there. You're right. Yeah, Squirtle and all the evolutions of Squirtle. Z-Krom, Decidueye, Poplio, Lunala, Necromza, Krasma. Yeah, so if you if you adamantly get back on there and do some uh, <laughs> try to do some surprise trade, you might be able to get it if somebody is nice Maybe enough. I I'll send some more Nintendo mains out into the world. If somebody is nice enough to uh, to trade their guys out. And if but, I get any of these, I'll make sure to breed the shit out of them and send them out as Nintendo mains. Sure, yeah. But that's cool. I mean, it's cool they're adding more stuff to it. That's another game I want to finish too. It's on my back burner. I want to. I want to get to get to some of that stuff. But yeah, aside from, aside from Pokemon Home, there's a what is it? A there's this game called Tilt Pack, just that I thought looked interesting because it's kind of like it's kind of like Smash Brothers, but you're like a rectangle that just like moves, that just like tilts around and tries to push people off of the off of the area that you're on. I don't know. It got mentioned on one of those websites about. Something looking decent. I thought it looked funny, so I thought I'd mention it. But what I thought was actually really cool is uh, it's actually not coming out this week. I thought it was coming out this week. It's coming out next week. But there's a game. It's called a Double Dragon and Kunio Kun, which is basically it's all of the Double Dragon games, or all of the NES Double Dragon games, and all of the Kunio Kun games. But the Kunio Kun games are River City Ransom slash. Mm-hmm. Um, Dot super dodgeball and stuff like that, and it's got like fucking twenty twenty games on it at least. Like it's got a shit ton of games on it. Like I watched the trailer for it, that has like the original dodgeball, but then it has like the Super Nintendo dodgeball on there also. And yeah, if you're into those games, like I think it's pretty rad. It's like forty bucks, but it has a lot of games on it, and it's kind of like really perked, uh, kind of perked my interest from seeing it. I was like, whoa, I didn't even know about that. It's like nobody had really noticed it, and I kind of just found it on an eShop. And I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, if you're into those games, it's there's just so much to do in there. Like, if you want to play, like, I know, like, what, Double Dragon 1 is already on the mm-hmm. NES service, I think. But you could play 2 and 3, plus you can play River City Ransom and all the other weird spinoffs of River City, River City Ransom. 
And I think it's including like the Game Boy Advance stuff even. So yeah, it's pretty cool. And a lot of stuff that was never really released here either. It's like the, the way virtual console works nowadays. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, where you get collections, but it's just a it's just an interesting collection that I that I found like I was like, shit, that's that's cool, you know. It is cool. I don't know. It it were it's it's kind of high, you know, it's kind of a high price, but you get you get a lot of games for it. Yeah. So that's kind of It's probably worth the price. Yeah. Like I said, it's 40 bucks, but I think there's I think there's so many games in there that it's like it's like $2 a game pretty much if you look at it like that. Double Dragon and Kunio Kun Retro Brawler Bundle, which has there's seven titles called classic titles that are ones that have already come out, and there's also classic titles unreleased in North America. And according to this, it says that there are 18 titles on it, so that's a little bit over two dollars a game, and it's 39.99. But you know, I watched the trailer for it that's on the eShop, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in there. There's like a there's like the uh, Nino the the Kunio Kun soccer game is on there, and that weird one where you, where you like do the race that we talked about that was on the NES on the Japanese NES uh, Nintendo Switch Online thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you like if you like those games, then there's there's a shit ton of stuff on there to play. Yeah, Crash in the Boys Street Challenge, Super Dodgeball, Renegade, River City Ransom. Yeah, Niketsu, Renegade, Kunio Kun. Yeah, it's just just a whole bunch of. Yeah, there's even a there's a basketball one too. Niketsu Street Basketball All Out Dunk Heroes. <laughs> cool. That might be fun. I played an old school. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was. Yeah, it's got an online mode too, so you can you can play people online, which is awesome. Yeah, so it says right here, one to four players, two to four players online, so it can be played online. I don't know. It might it might be it might be good. I'm I'm kind of I don't know. I, I might get it just be just because just because I'm interested in those type of games and I like those games. So it was kind of something that just randomly appeared on there. Also, stuff that well, not randomly appeared, but Animal Crossing is now officially available for pre-sale as of right now. Preload on the Switch, which I I almost I almost just did it right when it came on there, but I'm like ah, I can wait. But it's Same. only it's only gonna be six gigs, six point two gigs. So that's pretty cool. I'm cool with that. And I'm st- I know you said uh, you weren't. You weren't that excited about Animal Crossing, but I am. I personally am excited about Animal Crossing. I'm excited. I guess I was. Like I said, I know I'm going to love it. I'm going to play it a lot. It's just one of those things where I'm not like counting down the days. I'm not, I just haven't felt a lot of hype for it. I guess yeah. maybe this not having a direct or whatever about it recently is kind of yeah. part of the reason for that. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily counting day by day, but I am kind of like, well, there's it's going to be it's going to be a pretty big week that week. Because we got we got the Illinois primary the same week, yeah. the the you know the Democratic primary, this is the same week as Animal Crossing. So I'm kind of like having both of, you know both of those are in my mind, like just remembering where, and I probably would never remember when the primary was if it didn't happen to be the same week as Animal Crossing. So they're kind of <laughs> they're kind of both helping each other out, you know, to help me participate in both of those. So that's kind of. It's kind of how that's going for me, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm, uh, you know, friend of the few, friend of the fuchsia, friend of the show, fuchsia has uh, been tweeting a lot of stuff about Animal Crossing. Yeah, they've already uh, downloaded it. And yeah, sure. Have it ready, ready to rock. Yeah, I was hoping that maybe we could do some sort of like I don't know co-stream or something like that whenever it comes out because I know she's talked about doing that possibly. Except like the one thing I, I'm wondering is I'm like you know because I like getting games at like eleven o'clock you know because they come out early and all that, but I'm like I'm like what am I gonna do? 
you know, everybody's going to be asleep <laughs> in the in the town, you know? Yeah. It's going to be 11. I'm like, I'm not going to have anything to do, really. I could, like, maybe... I'm like, I probably can't even go fishing because I can't buy a fucking fish pole because cause Nook's place is closed at, like, 5 or whatever. Like, I'm not going to be able to do anything, you know? That's what I was wondering because I was like, I should try to stream it, but I'm like, I'm afraid I'm going to have nothing to do because I started too late. I mean, they have to still, like, give you something, you know, like, no matter what time it is. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're going to switch it up now with the New Horizons thing or whatever. But yeah, that was added there. Uh, Darksiders Genesis is coming out this week. Darksiders 3-ish, whatever. Apparently, people really like that game. It's like a top-down co-op type game, I guess. I'm not really that intrigued by it, but I thought I'd mention it anyway because people, because I've seen it like being reviewed fairly well on various websites, so there's that. Uh, there, there's some cool sales going on right now. The, the Turing Test game from Square is already on sale. We that just premiered last week, and it's on sale now for fifty percent off. It's like fifteen ninety nine, so I might just get it just for the hell of it. You know the one that were, people are saying looks similar to Portal. Yeah, yeah. I watched a video. I watched the like eShop video of it today, and I was yeah. like, do I want that? Because I was definitely I'm a, I have an itch to buy it game, even though I just bought the other Dragon Quest last sure. year, two nights ago. I thought about grabbing it just at the sale, and it's on sale till the twenty first of of uh, February, so you got some time. But I was like, yeah, because I was thinking about getting it anyway. And I was like, oh, but now it's on sale. Maybe I should get it for like fifteen. But also, um, also the Spyro trilogy and the Crash trilogy are fifty percent off. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Crash Bandicoot, but I know a lot of people are. Uh, that's on there. Spyro, a lot of people liked. I'd probably, if I had to play one, I'd play that one before the other one, but. Those are on sale. I know, like, the Crash, the racing game is on sale, too, which is pretty cool, but incredibly hard. Like, and yeah. it went way, way too hard for me to fully enjoy it. But there's a big Capcom sale going out, like, going on. We kind of talked about that earlier with the with the uh, Resident Evil and all that. I know Resident Evil 5 and 6 are selling for 20 instead of 30. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations is nine ninety nine. I've said it before. Those games are great. You should play them. I think Revelations 1 and 2 are both really good. I think they're, I mean, they, they took away the tank controls. You can finally run and aim. And they also kind of brought it back to the survival horror. So I think they're both awesome. So if anybody's looking for a Resident Evil game that isn't like, you know, the ones that are like one, one, four, and five, what's on there, get those ones. If you want to get one, I say, I recommend those maybe not higher than four, but definitely higher than the other Resident Evils that are on there. I think they're very good. So, yeah, th- those are on sale, among other stuff like Mega Man, like Street Fighter, like all that stuff's on sale. Mm-hmm. I know, like, the Mega Man collections are, like, nine ninety nine. if anybody's interested in that. That shit is going on right now. I think it's going till the 17th, so you have this week to check it out. Um, NBA 2K20, such a new game, 50% off already mm-hmm. till the 16th, so that's a pretty major thing. Also, uh, WWE 2K18, nineteen seventy nine. Through the 16th, which I mean, that game is supposedly incredibly broken, but I still have that like small itch to just like buy it and play it just because of my love for wrestling games and how there's not really any on the switch except for that one. So it's just like it, it, it's I still like want to try it, but I'm still afraid it's just going to be so bad that I'm just going to be mad that I got it right after I right after I get it, you know, but but yeah, 1999, maybe if it maybe it ever goes under 10. I'll get it. Maybe I should make that rule for myself so I don't end up just randomly getting it. Yeah, I think that's that's the big the big sales for the week. Um, we we said Animal Crossing was up for pre-order. I guess it has a Switch Online trial offer connected to it. 
That's cool. So I mean, as mo as most games do, like I know, like even Tetris. That game is going to be heavily reliant on the online service, though, if people want to be social with it. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So maybe like almost, but not quite as reliant as Mario Maker. Yeah, you get a, you get a seven day trial of of the Switch online if you if you buy it digitally before the thirtieth. So, well, that's kind of cool. So that's what's happening with that. I will definitely preload it. I'm just gonna wait a little closer till. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it too. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to be more March. I mean, there's a whole. I mean, there's the rest of February. We gotta wait. At least it's over. It's over a month as of right now from when it's coming out. I, what I'm surprised you haven't played yet, Jeremy. Uh, Wargroove has a new uh, has an update out. It is, but it's a co-op campaign, so oh, so that's you can't why play I it. haven't even bothered to open it up to try it. So I, I imagine there's a download or yeah. No, actually, funny thing is, I was like on the eShop and I saw that it came out, so I looked at it and it's like free download, and I'm like, okay, so I downloaded it, but then I forgot that I deleted the actual Wargroove game, huh. so, so I can't even. I mean, I couldn't play it because it was co-op, but but also I'm like, oh, I don't even have the game because I downloaded it probably because of you know space problems I've on the Switch and all that. Stuff for yeah. that reason, including yeah. Smash Brothers. Yeah, so it was like I think it's because anything that's over a gig becomes like fair game for me for me to delete it, you know? Because I'm like, well, if I haven't played it for six months or more, I'm like, yeah. see ya. And, and especially stuff that's over a gig, because that's going to make up more space. Because I have a lot of stuff on there that's less than a gig that I just keep on there just because it doesn't take up that much space. Like all those like Neo Geo games that I got that I don't really play anymore, but they just, they're so small. They're like 100 megs, you know? It's like, it's, like it's fine. It can stay on there. That mm-hmm. weird like motorcycle game that I got that was not really even fun, that's still on there, <laughs> you know? Because whatever, it was only seven bucks. Maybe I'll play it again someday, or like some. Yeah, other. I mean, if you ever want to do like two-player Wargrave, though, if you want to give it another try sometime, let me know. Maybe we can do that one of these. Yeah, we could. Try. I didn't Twitch know. Phase. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a co-op thing. We could try to do that. Like, I don't know, on like a Thursday or Saturday or something. We'll see. It'd be fun to stream it and try it out. Especially since it's a single-screen game for the most part. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I forget where I saw, it, but I saw Switch Lite was on sale for like 150. Oh wow! S- somewhere. I, I thought I thought of because you were thinking about maybe getting one when you're having all the no. Joy-Con trouble. <laughs> it's one of those just the, yeah, it's just a fleeting thought. Yeah, I saw that on there. Oh uh, yeah, we should definitely talk about this. So, uh, so this Nintendo slash Super Nintendo Nintendo Switch Online has like an update. There's some new games coming out. They're kind of they're kind of weirdly random, but I like I like that about it. Yeah, I mean. I I like I like the weird games that I've never played. I think there's a boat game on there for the NES that kind of looks cool. It looks like it has sort of a Mode Seven thing that was only you know that only NES Super Nintendo games could do. So, but it looks so we got we got the new we have the Super Nintendo Twin B. So we got so we got Poppin Twin B on Poppin there. Twin B looks like it's a cute 'em up. Yeah, cute 'em up. I mean, I'll I'll definitely try it. I love Super Nintendo games. Even though Twin B was whatever on the NES version, but it's two player simultaneous. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That might be a fun you can do that online. Uh, Smash Tennis from Namco. There's already a tennis game on there, but now we have two. Hey, I don't know. It look, it looks like it plays well from what I saw. You know, whatever. Never heard of it before, but that's. I think that's kind of the place for stuff like this. 
is like yeah. shit that you would never buy, but maybe you should try. Shadow of the Ninja, I thought, looked interesting. That, that's on the NES side. But that's a two-player simultaneous co-op also. It was made by a company that made uh, Pocky and Rocky and Becky. Yeah. it's uh, Natsume. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, also, Harvest Moon. That's true. Natsume as well did Harvest Moon. So, I don't know. Another one I haven't heard of, but it could be fun. But Eliminator Boat Duel is what the, one. the hell is up with this game? <laughs> that is a game I actually want to play. That game, like I have it paused right now on the YouTube, of just have you seen this? Where it's like, dude, dude is like in his boat. There's like water flying behind it. You know about the screenshot? Uh, the uh, yeah, that's thing. gonna be that's gonna totally gonna be my the the like this is gonna be the this is gonna Good. be the picture for this episode. Is that picture right there? But yeah, no, it's like dude with glasses, like with his hands up, being like, "Hey, my <laughs> dude's like jumping off the water. He's got his hand in the air. He's like angry. This, yeah. There's a crocodile under him. Awesome. Eliminate Eliminator boat duel. I'm excited to play. Yeah, it's got like some overhead uh, jumpy stuff off of off of ramps and shit. But yeah, no, there's like a there's like a 3D ish mode on it. You know, where you're kind of like racing against each other. That looks like Something that I thought only Super Nintendo games did. Oh wow, do, and, a, so. and, a, and a bikini bay with flags. Yeah, <laughs> and glorious eight bit. I feel like so there was you know when we had the we had the Dreamcast set up with like the you know the all of these like NES ROMs on it that we used to play like all the time at my apartment, and like you know friend of the show Jesse like we would play this. And our old roommate, Megan. And we had this thing that was kind of like, it kind of got annoying after a while, but we were always like, man, this game was ahead of the times. Like, we'd always find this NES, this random NES game that had, like, really cool effects on it, like that boat game. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure we played that fucking boat game on there, because I feel like there were so many games where we were like, man, this game was so ahead of the times. It, like, had all this shit and this shit, and blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know? And we said that so many times, because there's, like, so many fucking games on that, on that disc that we had, but... That I, I feel like this is probably one of them that we played, where it's like, look at this, man. It's a great-looking NES game, whatever. But no, I'm excited to play it, whatever. You could play some uh, Boat V Vote action on uh, online. <laughs> if nothing say, else, I friends. mean, it's just good there's more games coming, you know? like That, that gives me hope that they're, they're going to keep supporting it. Well, yeah, and, and also, interestingly, like all of them are multiplayer. Like All of those can be yeah. played online with somebody, so... That could be a fun future stream, you know. We could do that where we just played those games. So, and it's when is it? Isn't it like the nineteenth? It's like this week, right? Like when it's actually dropping. Yeah, same day as uh the drag the double dragon one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's that's the twentieth. That's the twentieth. Oh, You're right. But it's close. Yeah. Well, the nineteenth. What is that? Next week? That's a week from now. So that'll be yeah. next. Yeah, because they drop on Wednesdays normally. Yeah, that's that's next week. So so we have that you to look have forward a to. Time to play it before. Yeah. If, if the direct, if the direct ever happens, which, you know, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I think we should mention the anniversary. Okay, sure. The, well, there's actually a couple anniversaries. There, There's the one that you're thinking about, but also mm-hmm. the anniversary of Dragon Quest IV just happened this week as well. The 30th or 25th? Uh, I don't know. It's. I know they had a had an anniversary. I don't know the actual date, but I know that from listening to Retronauts. I know that the time that the time that the Dragon Quest One came out in America was the same time that Dragon Quest Four came out in Japan, which is crazy because they were like way you know way ahead of us then. It was so they re, they released the first one here when the fourth one was coming out because they were all kind of pretty close together. 
But yeah, Dragon Quest Four. The what they did in that one is that was when they were kind of like where they built up each character like in chapters. So that was like the big thing in that one. And I felt like it was incredibly cinematic for an NES game. Like there's a lot of story to it. There's a lot of shit going on. So that's what kind of impressed me. About I'll that play one. it eventually. Yeah, I'm. That's yeah. I hope they. I wish they would continue with the releases on the Switch. Like and keep going down the line. Because four, I played through. I played through the DS version of that on on my 3DS. So I bought the, and those games are pretty cheap. Like I got them for like twenty dollars each. Four, five, and six for for DS. So they're pretty easy to get hold of. But yeah, um, Super Mario Three. What's the what's the anniversary on that? That's got to be 30. thirty years, right? Yeah, it's thirty years old. Yeah. And, uh, in honor of that, I made squid. That's the squid sprite for Mario Three. You made a perler bead. Perler bead squid. Yeah, I th- I want to make a blooper. Oh, okay. So yeah, I made him, and that's my yeah thirty years. Holy shit! Like I don't really remember it coming out. I gotta be honest. Like well, I remember the commercials before it came out. But. I I mean the most thing the biggest thing I remember about is the wizard. I mean I remember the watching the wizard more than because I didn't really I didn't really get Mario three. Yeah, I didn't. I played it in like ninety two or ninety three was the first time I played it. Yeah. So I never had it. Like I never I never had it for my system because I at that part in my video game time I I didn't like Mario because it was too hard for me and all my friends had it and they were better than me and I just didn't like it. <laughs> because of that, I, uh, yeah, I we rented Mario three, and it was a really like shitty, like it skipped, like it was just a really badly, probably dirty or damaged cartridge. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so it was. It would freeze that. up a lot. It was really hard to get it to actually boot up. We finally got it to work, and we played it. But I remember we had it for a couple of days, like you know, and played it as much as we could. Didn't know you could fly. Uh, took it back. Didn't get to play it again for se- several months after that. And then, like in the in the interim, I was like. Oh, I could have been flying that whole time, and I just didn't know that raccoon made me fly. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, so that was really interesting. Missing like, out a lot. Yeah. Going back to it later and being like, holy shit, I can fly. <laughs> I can fly. And it was a cartridge that worked better that second time. It was mm-hmm. like our friends that we borrowed. Yeah, and then you figured out, because you're a big fan of Mario 3, right? What? So here's the ultimate question. Mario 3 or Mario World? What's your favorite? Uh, Mario World. Yeah, me too. I'm not actually. I, I feel like Mario World was more impactful, and I like experienced it from the from the get go. Like, I played it pretty soon after it came out. Yeah, the funny thing about Mario with me, which is really weird because I'm so much of a Mario fan now, but I didn't really want much to do with Mario. Like I said, because my friends were better at it than me, and I just sucked at games at the time, <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how to play it, so I would just die all the time. So I didn't really play. I didn't really play much Mario on NES. And the Super Nintendo, I just bought my Super Nintendo without Mario in it. I bought just the Super Nintendo by itself. And my first Super Nintendo game was Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And I just played that. So I didn't play Mario World until after I got a 64. Because I never really started liking Mario until I played Mario 64. And then I kind of backtracked from there and played Mario World. And I was like, holy shit, this like game is really Dragon good. Quest. Yeah. Well, then I got to Mario World, and I was like, wow, this game is really fucking good. Like, I, why did I miss it, you know? And I think I dabbled a little bit in Yoshi's Island, but I just didn't understand it. But yeah, because I went back and played o- Yoshi's Island after Yoshi's Story came out. So it was like, that was what happened with that. So Mario World just, like, you know, blew my mind in more ways than... Yeah, Mario 3 was cool, but like I said, it was kind of a, a bad first impression for me. And then Mario World, you know, we got to spend the night at our f- friend's house for the first time. And they had just gotten their Super Nintendo, and we basically were just able to play Mario World all night. 
and they had it hooked up to like a stereo TV. So, you know, the whole stereo sound was happening. And then like, I remember yeah. the echoes in the cave. Oh when yeah. Jump was super impressive to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like the ghost houses actually like scared me. Well, those booze are pretty big. Yeah. The, sprite, the giant booze are pretty sprites scary. are fairly large. So, so I think because of the impression it made on me and it's the one I've replayed the most. And of course the fact that you could save in it, I think made it more of like, I don't know. It, made it feel more mm. modern at the time yeah well this is a, yeah it's a lot of fun to play still i think it's like aged really well it's kind of strange that you couldn't save in mario 3 i feel like they could have probably made that happen you couldn't save it all in mario 3 no i thought you could nope uh. that's why the whistles are in it so you can oh yeah yeah so you can work through it. it yeah i'll say mario 3 has better music at least because it's more of a variety and it's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mario World is kind of the same song over and over again. But, but I, then but again, I, the the music for the uh, dungeons is really cool in uh, Mario World. Well, and like the Super Nintendo music is so much better than the NES music. I think. Yeah. So um, I, I think I mentioned this for a second earlier in the show, but so Atlas they did it. They did a they did a Persona survey. It was only in Japanese, so. I wasn't able to do it, and I actually thought about like, you know, put doing it on my laptop and using like my my phone and trying to do like Google Translate and stuff like that mm-hmm. to get through it. But I I just didn't have the time or energy to do that. But I wanted to. But anyway, they they did a similar thing like Sega did, which we talked about before. But where they were just saying like, hey, does anybody want to see ports of these games that we have? And there was actually a really huge like response to people wanting persona on the switch which duh i figured they were going to do this when they did the you know when they were when they announced like the should the scramble and all that which i did which i did play i did play that demo that you were talking about but it's really hard it's really hard to get to play that game because there's i, I played like the part where you fought people for a little bit but then it's all dialogue and all story after that and it's all in japanese and and it's all like binary questions, like you were saying. Right. And it's like <laughs> you can only go so far in that because a lot of Persona is all about, you know, the characters and the stories and all that. And I have no idea what's happening. But it's, I'm pretty sure it takes place after five because I think like all those, you know, because you have all those characters in there that I hadn't met yet in five. I think it's the sequel to five, kind of. But it looks great. Like it looks fucking awesome. Like it looks as good as five does on PS4. It's like, that's why it's like, ah, you could have just, why don't you just go farther and just put five on there? Come on, man. <laughs> I would love to play three or four, actually. I'd be I'd be really happy with either of those on there. I haven't played three, but I loved four. Like, four was the first one I played, and it, like, blew my mind. I was like, wow, this game is so fucking cool. Like, I loved the art style, I loved the characters, I loved the story, like, I loved all of it. And I was like, wow, this is just hits all the notes for me right there, like, for the game that really fucking great turn-based RPG that I just did not know about. Yeah, it's great. And I would love to play it on the Switch. I have it I have it on my PS3, the PS2 version, but I like they should do like the the PS the PS Vita version or something, like the the Golden, like Persona 4 Golden. I'd love to play that on Switch. Yeah, I play I own two Persona games technically and I haven't really played either of them. So do, do you maybe have, someday I'll get around to do it. Do you have 4? I, you have 4 also, right? Yeah, on the PS4. And then my uh, Mirage sessions still. still oh, still. oh, oh! You mean you mean five? You you have five on PS4. I have five. That's right. So you you have five in Tokyo. See, I don't even know which one it is because that's how little I played it. You would. I mean, you should try that one again. I think you would like it. 
I mean, it's totally straight up turn-based RPG. There's just not, it's just not like, a, you know, going across a giant land. It's more like just going to school and stuff and going inside of TVs to, I don't actually, I don't think it's inside of TVs in five, but going to other worlds and fighting demons inside of people and stuff like that. I think, I think they're very cool. But yeah, no, they got a, they got a pretty good response on that. So I'm still hoping to see some ports of these Persona games. I thought it was cool that they even had like port of Persona Q in there, which is a 3DS game. But it could be cool to see that on there. It'd be cool to see like some of the old Shin Megami Tensei stuff on there. It, I would love to see the Shin Megami Tensei stuff from Super Famicom on Switch. I'd like to play those games, like translated. That would be really rad. That'd be a cool thing to see. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's on our outline or not, but did you see, did you see that the guy, the guy who made Stardew was uh, talking about his next couple games that he wanted to do? Yes, it is on our outline. Oh, um, it's right here. So I, 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 I like how he already is kind of like, well, don't get too excited. Like he's already knows, like because he created such a huge hit game, yeah. the pressure is going to be on for this to be. Well, I thought I thought that was kind of the funny part about it because he's like, "Hey, I'm going to do a couple things, you know. I want to do one that takes place in Stardew Valley but doesn't have farming." And he's like, "I want to do another one that will tie in that will tie into it in some way." But then right after that, he's like, "Please don't get hyped about it." But that's pretty much impossible because of like how much how successful Stardew was and how many fans are into that that it's it's just it's just funny that he automatically was like well, please don't. Know, well, please don't expect much from me. This game that yeah. I've played for 120 hours. Yeah, I mean, he says like, please don't expect anything from me, but you, you, you automatically will. It's like the elephant in the room or whatever. It's like don't think about that, and you think about it. You know, it's like okay. people are obviously going to expect something for you because from you because they loved your other game so much. So you're not going to be able to get away from that, dude. I'm sorry, unless you just want to release your game like only to your friends or something so nobody else can play it, you know, that type of thing. But yeah, it's 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 just funny that he does that. I guess uh Act Activision, they said that they're planning on doing some remakes. People are still hoping for a Tony Hawk game. I'm still not really sure about that. We just uh Jess and I we just did an Oscar episode, which I put on this feed just because I wanted everybody to hear it because I thought it was funny. But Tony motherfucking Hawk was at the Oscars. He was there. Oh, was he? Yeah. Which I thought was awesome. He was in the, he was in the crowd. I think. Well, there was this movie about this girl. It's called like How to Learn How to Skateboard in in like a in like another country as a as a female that won an Oscar. It's like a short documentary that's supposed to be really good. Oh, so did he give out that award? No, they they cut to him in the audience when it won. So I was wondering if he was involved with that movie and maybe that's how he made it to the Oscars. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know, because most of the time they invite people. They only invite people who are involved with the flicks that are there. Yeah. So it's like. You know, so you have to be, you have to either be like one before or like you're a part of the, cause like Jeff Bezos was there because he produced one of the fucking movies that were one of the Netflix movies or something like that. Yeah. He bought his way in. Yeah. He bought his way in pretty much. But so that's, yeah, that's basically why some people are there. And I figured that maybe Tony Hawk was involved with that. And I was honest, I, I checked his Twitter. I don't know why I didn't follow him before. I know you told me before about like all the funny shit. He's hilarious. He's great. No, I I followed him today and I was just reading some of his posts and they're great. I like those like collages that just, it's just made up of shit that people, people say to him, Uh but he, but he had, there was a whole post about like, 
man, there was a guy that looked like Tony Hawk at the Oscars. And I'm like, that was Tony Hawk, dude. <laughs> he was there. And like somebody was saying that some other dude like looked like him, like one of the Baldwins or whatever. And I'm like, no, why would they be there? Like, come on, dude. <laughs> it, it's, it's hilarious. His, his stuff is great. And I, yeah, I would love to see a re-release of Tony Hawk. I just, I'm not convinced on it. Coming back to what we were talking about, about Activision. But yeah, they're, they're saying that they're going to re-release some shit, you know. Uh, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, whatever. They should go. They should go way back to their Activision Super Nintendo shit. Was it wasn't like Blackthorn a Blizzard game originally? Re- yeah. Re-release that. That game's awesome. But yeah, if that's uh, I think that's I think that's all we need to say about our news. But let's uh, so let's talk. Okay, so let's talk about the direct for a minute, or the the absence of a direct. <laughs> so everybody seems to be everybody seems to be getting real real butthurt on the internet that we have not got any sort of news from Nintendo about a direct. And so, it's all kind of based around a technicality because it's like, this is, it's been officially the longest we've gone between directs since it was introduced in what, 2011. But yeah. It's also like, we've had a lot of small ones that and people are just like, well, let's not mince words. Those don't count. Yeah. We had, we had a lot of indie directs in between. So it's definitely, I mean, I guess there's saying- ones focused on specific games like the Pokemon one. And- yeah. But because technically the last one we had was from May of last year, right? Is, is what they're saying. Yeah. But they were, I mean, we've reported on it a bunch of times. There were a lot more I'm than not that. Not counting the E3 Direct. Oh, so the E3 Direct doesn't count because that's a showcase, E3 tro- showcase or whatever. I think maybe. I don't yeah. know. It does. It just seems kind of like, just like scrambling for some sort of like number to support that there needs to be a Direct. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, we talked about it earlier. Like I'm kind I'm in a pretty good place with my Switch. Like I got, I got all the games that I wanted, you know, aside from like Yakuza and Persona, I guess would be the other thing that would be nice to have on there. But, but most of the games that I want to play are on there. I got the Witcher on there. I got Dragon Quest on there. I got, you know, I got, I had a big, there's like a new Fire Emblem game on there. Like I got, I got a lot of stuff to play. You know, I got Dragon Quest Builders, like and all these games that I really like that I have a lot more left in them to play. So I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really aching for more stuff on there. Like it's like I have, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty content with with my Switch content, you know, because because last because last year was like so crazy with the releases. Plus, I got like Luigi's Mansion. I I never I never beat like uh, Link's Awakening. You know, I, I still have that to play. Like this, I I could easily get hours and hours and hours out of my Switch. I think the last I'm looking at it now the last without buying was anything the one where where Kenny James like remember we had seen Kenny James? At oh the, yeah yeah. And then right, right after that, the direct happened. We're like, hey, it was really kind of cool to see, to hear the voice of Bowser. And because mm. Bowser came out when Doug Bowser was introduced. There's actually, there's a funny, I mean, there were there was some uh, news from MGC, which we're going to, of course, Midwest Gaming Classic. If anybody's going there, you know, tweet at us or send us a message at NintendoMainPodcast at gmail.com. Every time you guys post stuff know. about MGC and the Slack... You can't it doesn't, read it. It doesn't show me anything. Yeah, whatever John posted, I couldn't read, but I didn't the post it. The same happened when you posted something the same way, like, a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, there was... So they announced whatever the playable name thing is. It's a, it's like an any. I don't really understand it, but yeah, it's a... The play, playable name tag, like, whatever that NES-style game, like, they announced what that was going to be. And I saw that. But also, what I... Th- made me think of it because of Kenny James. They're actually going to have the Bowser voice before Kenny James at MGC. 
I saw that. I was really confused. Like the voice yeah. of Bowser. I'm like, wait, what? That's not Kenny James. Yeah, no, I looked at it. I was like, oh, Kenny James, he's cool. We met him. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. It's the guy. It's his, It's uh, the precursor to him, the guy The guy before. So, yeah, it'll be. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's the guy who did the fucking Bowser voice from Sunshine, which is pretty, pretty amazing because that was like so hilarious from that, from the cutscene where he like talks to his kid and is like, well, you know, we'll get him next time. That like really weirdly. Yeah, voiced over thing. So that's coming up. But yeah, um what's the game? I didn't see what the game was. I don't really understand here. I don't really understand it. Was exactly it posted it on Facebook? Actually, you know what? It was it was sent to me as as an email. It wasn't on Facebook. The game the game is called Exit Loop. Exit okay. Loop is a super simple game as the main character you pick up treasures and avoid obstacles. Your goal is to get to the exit with as much treasure as possible. The path isn't long. Successful run will be made under in under five minutes, but oh. the key is to maximize the amount of treasure you pick up without dying before you find the exit. Okay, but I think that's that's supposed to be the thing, right? I didn't expect it to be a, like a huge full. Yeah, you expect it to be just some some sort of home. Yeah, this is this is the playable NES game badge that you get for getting the very important gamer ticket package, which I got, you got. So yeah, I did get it. So we do. So yeah, so we get to play that, and that'll be. Says it's remind me reminds me of the challenge of a game like Super Meat Boy or N plus plus with multiple screens and paths to get to a goal. But there's only one level, so yeah, one level with multiple paths with different options, risks, and rewards. So that's so that's what that is. It was an email that we got. If you're on the mailing list, I guess if you okay. if you got I a ticket, they're not have opted to be on a mailing list. I guess if you got a ticket ever, you're probably on the mailing list, right? Yeah, unless you said not I don't to. Know. I haven't. Uh, received any info about that but that's okay i trust you yeah i'm not disappointed i was hoping it would be something based on actually like being at a convention which it sounds loosely like it could be like kind of yeah that's like you're going through a vendor hall or whatever and then you have to like leave with your merch yeah that's kind of what i first thought of when i saw it i was like oh yeah this is kind of like mimicking you going through and finding shit and all that so so yeah there's that maybe there's references to things actually there i don't know maybe not I do kind of wonder what the like who gets sourced to make these games and stuff, but I'm sure we'll learn more about it at the at the show, and probably we'll do some sort of video about it at some point because we'll both have it and we can we both can can capture our uh, gameplay of it. Oh yeah, 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 we could do that. That'd be fun. But let's uh, let's talk about our fake direct. <laughs> If there was a direct that happened tomorrow, this week, whatever Thursday, what would be what would be some things that you'd want to see on there? We we already and we already talked about like that we've gotten a lot of cool stuff on the Switch. But I, the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about it was, hey, why don't we have some more Dragon Quest games on the Switch? Huh? I mean, I'm right there with you. I was like, how about a? Or I was like, but why don't we do it? Why don't we do the Immortal four, five, and six? But let's do it of Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. That would be an excellent direct right there. Release four, five, and six. Dragon Quest four, five, and six, and Final Fantasy four, five, and six. Oh on the wow, Switch. that would be awesome. That would be you have you have the penultimate trilogy there of those games. I don't know if I really feel that way about Dragon Quest, but those games are really good. I think five is still really good. Which I think five is five actually came out on Netflix this Thursday. 
which I wanted I wanted to watch it with Jess, but I don't also don't want to because I don't want to, it to spoil the game for her. Because if we watch the movie, she's going to know all the shit that happened in Dragon Quest V, the, the game. Oh, there's a movie based on Dragon Quest V on Netflix? Yeah, it's supposed to be out it's supposed to be out tomorrow. It's called Dragon Quest Your Story, but it's based on Dragon Quest V. Oh. Yeah. So there's an anime. Shit, so I shouldn't watch it. I don't know how much you know about Five. <laughs> I mean, I remember what you told me about it. Yeah. Like, there's like a baby born at the beginning and that. Yeah, it's, it's a life. It's the full life of a character, but there's, but there's like parts that I, I don't, you know, there's some shit, some like mad shit that happens in there that's like, oh, fuck. And I was like, yeah. if you don't know about that, you know, maybe you don't want to know about it through the movie. I don't know. I, I definitely want to see it. I just, I just really interested because it just came out like, didn't it just come out like last year in Japan or like the year before? I remember they talked about it on uh, on eight four, but is it a live action movie or is it? Oh no, uh, it's it's a cartoon. cartoon. It's cartoon. an it's an anime. It's an anime, so it should be good. But yeah, no, I've been excited to watch it, but I want also don't want to. I don't want just to see the story of five because she should play it. Hmm. Why well, would do you think if I watched it, like I would forget a lot by the time I played five? Maybe I don't know. It's up. It's to your own discretion there. If you wanna, if you wanna watch it. Go for like, it. I mean, you probably listen. Like p- big plot points that might have been better discovered in the game rather than on the TV. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. It depends on how much yeah, how much you want to know about it. I mean, if you listen to like the like Retronauts' episodes about Dragon Quest, they basically told you everything that happened in Five. Or if you watch that that Dragon Quest video that I sent, the 30th anniversary NHK Japanese special, they told you about what happened in Five also. Which I thought was weird that they tell you all the points of five, but not any of the other ones. I think it's probably because that's like one of the one of the favorites of a lot of people. Yeah. Even though I think three is still the biggest one in Japan. Like that's still the most popular one. I'm excited to play three. Three is good. Three is really good. Well, three was the introduction of classes to okay. RPGs in general. They did it before they did it before uh, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy did. So they were you know, ahead ahead on that too, but what what would be something you'd want to see in a in a direct if it happened? Well, sticking with the RPG theme, this game's already been announced for other consoles, but not for Switch. I would like to see an announcement for Disco Elysium coming to the Switch. Oh yeah, I don't know a lot about this game. I just know it's got a lot of hype surrounding it, and I want to play it. Wasn't I don't it... want to play it on PC. I want to play it on yeah. Switch. Wasn't it like US Gamers Game of the Year of last year? Yeah. Yeah, it got a lot of hype. It was it was a it showed up in a lot of the categories at or it showed in at least one or two categories at the Game Awards. But Mm. I I can't remember if it won anything. I don't I don't think it. uh, I don't know if it did, but I yeah I know people like really really like it. Isn't it? But it's kind of like a CRPG, right? Like a computer. Isn't it supposed to be kind of like a? I don't know what is it? Tides of Luminar, like those those games. That are all I don't like... really know. Other than that, yeah, it's one long continuous story. And what was the what was time the... always marches forward? Yeah, what was the other RPG that's like supposedly really great, but it's like a kind of looks like a computer RPG that I don't know. I don't know if I could get like a PC RPG that's on there. I'm not sure. What the fuck is it called? It's on Switch already, and supposedly you can like switch your game between Switch and Steam. So like, if you already have it, you can like move your save file onto the Switch. Hmm. No idea. Divinity Original Sin 2. Okay, yeah. That one. It, it, I thought that maybe uh, Disco Elysium was kind of like that, is, is what I was, what I gathered from what I saw of it. But yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2 is supposed to be really, really good also. But it just, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of those 
PC RPGs that I just could not get into. Like, like what of Might and Magic? I remember I had that game in the nineties, the PC, and I just I could not get into it. It's like the you know like the what do we call it? Where you, where it's like the side angle. Um, what do they what do they call that? You know, what I'm talking about the camera angle. Isometric. Yeah, those is- isometric games. I always had a hard time with those. Getting getting into getting into those. But yeah, no, Disco Elysium would be a good addition to the to the direct. What else? Most of what I have written down here is stuff that's kind of obvious, but yeah. Um, why not? Let's uh, get another. I'll go out there a little bit. Why not another free online game like Tetris ninety nine? Why not like another puzzle game or something like to that effect where we can all like have like a big leaderboard. You mean like Panel de Pawn ninety nine? That's actually what I have here. Yeah, that would be Panel really de cool. Pawn would be yeah. so cool. Yeah, no, I, I'd be really into that if they could find a way. And they've done it so many different ways, like bring Tetris Attack back. And I, and that's another thing. Like when I was playing my 3ds, I'm like, you know, because I have Planet Puzzle League on there, and I also have Pokemon Puzzle League on there, like the Game Boy Color version. So I have two different versions of Planet Puzzle League on my on the 3ds already. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. I have a, to be able to bounce between those. I have whichever the touch screen one is. That's that Planet. On. That's Planet Puzzle League. Okay. The one where you hold it like a book on the side. Yeah, yeah, because that that was a DSiWare game. Which was a reason that I wanted a DSi, but I never got it. But then you could get them later for 3DS. But I think I also have the Pokemon one that you're talking about. Yeah, the Pokemon one. I like the Pokemon one because you can use the pad for it. You know, you don't have to use you don't have to use the touchscreen. But yeah, of course, if I want to play, I just I just play the actual cartridge whenever I want to play Tetris any Tetris Tech anymore. Sure. On the TV you gave me. Yeah, you just you just play it on the you just play it on the tube on the on the tiny tube as a Tetris Attack. Absolutely wonderful. But it would be really. I mean, I don't know when was the last like Panel de Pawn type game that we got. It could have been Planet Puzzle League. I don't know. So I, I feel like that's been like dormant for too long, and it needs to be reawakened. Same and, and brought to us. And if nothing else, like I know it would be, I know Puzzle Fighters like a Capcom thing, but still, something like Puzzle Fighter could be really cool. Or Puy- of course, Puyo. Yeah, There's yeah. already an online Puyo game, I know, but there is. Yeah, it's not like Puyo Battle Royale. No. Yeah, it'd be it'd, it'd, like another cool Nintendo Switch Online. Because I mean, I'm just looking at how much time I put in at Tetris 99. I'm like, yeah, you're like seventy some hours in there, from what I saw. And not to ca- not to mention the time that Shauna's playing it now. Whenever she has it on her, you know, it's yeah, now it's her. combined. Because I still can't. I still have not been able to throw to dethrone uh, Super Mario Maker Two with Dragon Quest Eleven. Dragon Quest Eleven is my like number two most played game, but I can't dethrone it because like just put so much time into into Super Mario Maker Two. Yeah. So she's. I mean, that put it like probably close. I don't. know, Could it be closer closer to two hundred hours? I don't know. But it like I still got Breath of the Wild at the tippy top, and then yeah, I didn't. New. Yeah, well, I didn't play it on. I played it on Wii U, so it's not there. Mm-hmm. It's not there for me. But, but I liked it. I have the dream of eventually all these other games that I really want to play being on the top two. You know, because if I, because if I play like through like Dragon Quest Builders two, and it's already pretty high on my list, but it would be on the top. Like Witcher, Witcher three would be two, and it's gonna be weird and, when, and, t- and when like Fire Emblem ninety nine's up there. Well, Tetris 99 is like my is in my top five. I think most played games. It's up there. Mine's climb. It's climbing up, and uh, it's crazy to think those are such little tiny sessions. But I did recently get a badge. I think it was for 999 games. So I played oh, wow. over a thousand matches. Makes sense that I've got so much time in it. Yeah, my my top five 
Tetris 99 is, is five of my top five. Super Mario Maker 2, Dragon Quest 11, Splatoon 2, Ease 8, and Tetris 99 are my top five games of most, most playtime. That's, that's Ease pretty... 8, there's one I need to check out sometime. I love that game. I love Ease 8. I, oh, yeah, most of Dana. Donna, but yeah, her name is pronounced Donna in the game. Lacrimosa of Donia. Yeah, but uh, well, that's another game that I'm excited about for this year is uh, Trails of Cold Steel 3, made by the same people as as Ease. So I, I, I like the art style and the soundtrack is fucking... Is that going to be on the Switch? It is, yes. Well, tra- tra- Trails of Cold Steel is already came out on PS4, but it's getting ported to Switch. And it is coming out this year, is what they said, so... And they and from what I read, they're still iffy about Ease Nine because Ease Nine isn't out yet. But they're still like haven't said whether it's coming to Switch or not. I would love it to. It really should. That would be great. That'd be a great direct thing for me. Ease Nine out now. Go play it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need. I don't know anything about Ease Nine, but I really liked Eight, so I'll play another one. Why not? I mean, aside from yeah, I would. I mean, that's. Aside from having like more more Dragon Quest, I know Yuji Horii said that he thought about that he thought about re-releasing nine in some way. That'd be really really cool if they re-release nine and you could do online play because nine had a lot of like multiplayer stuff in it, and you could do that through the Switch Online. That would be awesome. And you could because because nine had like nine was a DS game, but it had Street Pass in it before Street Pass. Like they kind of invented it with that game, which is insane. Like and there's a whole part in Dragon Quest Eleven about that too, where you find like a map that somebody made that got street passed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, that'd be really cool if they did a remake of that. Like maybe just touched up the sprite, just touched up the polygons a little bit and just made it all online. I'd be big into that. Of course, like you know, there's you know people want like the Nintendo sixty four stuff added to the Switch Online. That that'd be a big direct thing. I mean, oh, I would, yeah. but aside from a, a re-releasing old stuff. I would love to see more details about Breath of the Wild 2. That seems to be, it's kind of like falling under the radar. But then again, we haven't really seen anything. And I I was like personally hoping and believing that it would come out by the end of this year. So maybe it will, maybe it won't, but I hope that it will. Fairly certain we'll see more about it at E3, but I don't expect to see anything before then. Yeah. I'd like to. You you don't think we're going to see anything about it at all? Before E3, that's no. that's a bold statement. I like I, making bold statements about yeah. that kind of thing because it's June. I just yeah. like to like you know, it's one of those things where I would love to be wrong, so uh-huh. it's a nice safe thing to say. Yeah, I would like. I like would if like, I'm proven yeah. wrong, I'm not going to feel bad about being wrong. I'm sure. Like, cool. I I would like to see some more. I would like to see some more Nintendo first party stuff. Like what about I don't know what about another like 3D Mario? You know, like that would be really cool. Yeah, like, I've got Mario Galaxy 3 listed here. Yeah, Mario Galaxy 3, I would love. Or even like another iteration of the 3D world or, you know, yeah. 3D land. Yeah. Franchise. Yeah. Or or like a I mean even like a re-release of Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, I'd be into. But I would prefer it if it was attached to like a trailer for Mario Galaxy 3, you know, or like a Mario 64 2 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, sure, yeah, Odyssey Two would be fine. Get but, Mario one twenty eight. But I'm but I'm more of a, Odyssey two would be cool. But I'm more of a fan of sixty four than I am. So it would be Iliad. Odyssey. So stuff like that would be cool. And of course, all of the neglected Nintendo franchises that need sequels, like F Zero <laughs> or uh, Star Fox or or my favorite one to mention, and any of these Star Tropics. <laughs> yeah, 
If if there was a direct with Star Tropics three, I would just bring back Mike Jones. That would be a that'd be a happy day for me. Three D three D yo yo throwing. That's what we need. That's what we need in our lives right there. Some throw yo. Yeah. <laughs> or like a sequel to like Punch Out or I don't know. There's also they got a they got a bunch of shit that hasn't done or like a wave race game on Switch. A newer one, that'd be cool. Be into that. Yeah. Everybody should just do what uh, Platinum did and just do a fucking Kickstarter. That worked fine for them. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like a monetary that. way to express that you want to see a game on yeah. Switch. Yeah, I mean, I think it works great for, or it can look great, work great. I guess I know, like, there's a lot of like horror stories about Kickstarters, you know, where they don't happen or you pay and you don't get your money back. But it's a really good way for big companies, I think, to like find out whether people actually want to buy those their older games or whatever. Just do that, and then people are giving you money anyway. And they'll get the game. So now you have the money and you can just go make the game. You know, it's like, makes so much sense. I just feel like more people would do it, should do it. A new Paper Mario game, of course. We all want to see that. Yeah, and well, that was... There's been rumors about it. Yeah, there's sort of rumors about that. A, a, a Paper Mario game, but not one that's like Color Splash or Sticker Star. Right. Like Something one, more along the lines of, yeah, the original. Well, one, first two. one where battles actually matter. Like, that was my big problem with those games. Is it battles mean nothing? Why would you ever like fight a like you can't level up? Like there's no point. Like that's what really annoyed me so much with Sticker Star is all that battles do is make you lose stickers. Yeah. And you need stickers. So like what's the fucking point? Like you don't let, you like you get no experience. So you're just running I, I would just go through the whole thing and try to run from enemies, but that's not fun. That's not the RPG at it's just like it felt like the wrong way to do an RPG to me. It's I'll like, never play Color Splash ever again. Yeah, neither will I, I don't think, unless I'm, like, really bored and just need to... I don't... You know what? I, I don't think I don't think I'll play it anymore. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, I don't... I haven't played my Wii U in a while, and probably the next game I play on my Wii U is going to be Tokyo Mirage Sessions whenever I get back to playing that again. I'll try to finish that one, but I don't know. I mean, it's... I feel like the Switch has given us so much that it's hard to... It's hard to think of, like, what... What else would be on there? Like that's the first thing I always go to for like what would you want in a direct? I'm like, I want I want more Dragon Quest games. I want the good Final Fantasies. Not that seven through nine is bad or ten, whatever else is on there. But I want but I want the greatest ones. I want four, five, and six on there in some capacity on the Switch. That would be fantastic. And of course like the games that are on PS4 that should be on Switch, like like Yakuza and Persona would be big ones that I would love to see announced. But of course, like new stuff, like what about like what about Shin Megami Tensei Five that never that we saw a trailer for and never saw anything about ever mm-hmm. again? I'd love to see more of that on there. I want more info about Sports Story. Oh yeah, Sports Story. Well, that was yeah, that was on the indie, indie one. Did they? They didn't give a date for that, did they? They just said mm-hmm. this year, like it wasn't an actual time. And of course, uh, you know, shadow drops are always fun. And this is out now. There was like there were so many rumors about like rock star stuff and all that, which I know John would say if he was here, but he had uh, other engagements, so he was not able to make it. But sends his love, of course. Yeah, rock star. Why, why don't we have if Grand Theft Auto Three yet? You know, something real easy and yeah, it seems like it'd be fairly low effort to just. Dump it on the eShop. Yeah, like 3 or Vice City or San Andreas or whatever. Yeah, all the ones that have been on literally everything else. Yeah, people would easily buy those. I mean, I think you could easily put 4 and 5 on there also. Or like that that Bioshock rumor. Uh That was still like, I don't know. I would probably get Bioshock again to play it on the Switch. I might. I really like that first one. The second one is actually better than people. I don't know. It got a a bad rap from the beginning because it had multiplayer on it, but... 
But I thought that online multiplayer was kind of fun. I, I, I had fun with that, but whatever. I don't know. Is there anything else you want do you want to say about our fake direct? <laughs> uh, how about it's some sort of weird skit? We love those. Something that's just involving like, puppets. <laughs> yeah, puppets or whatever. Like as long as it ends with Star Fox Zero coming to Switch. No train and eating all the donuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do. I do kind of miss those. They haven't happened in a while. I guess, I mean, I guess the whole thing where Bowser came out and Doug Bowser like told yeah, him to yeah. leave. That was the last gag I remember, really. I mean, do you think that the direct delay has to do with like the coronavirus? No. I don't really haven't paid. I know that it kind of affected them as far as like development of the Switch has been because. Uh, Didn't a direct get delayed one time because of like an, earth- it was an earthquake or a flood or something? I yeah, no, I, th- I think I thought it was an earthquake. Yeah, it was some sort of natural disaster, mm-hmm. but like even that, that wasn't that much of a delay. Yeah, well, that one was like announced and then delayed and then came out a few days later. So it was yeah. like not that much, but yeah, I don't know. But I think if something like that, which was happening right there in Japan, couldn't delay something very long, then I doubt this viral outbreak, which I know it has spread in Japan in some regards. But but it hasn't it kind of like had an effect on uh, in China, you know, because China makes the makes the right. Well, yeah, production and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I don't know, but I just feel like it's. I mean, it's kind of to the point right now. It's it's like when you're, I don't know. It's like when you're like waiting for a check from a job or something, and mm-hmm. and like the closer, the farther you get away from the job is the closer that you're going to get the check, maybe, or also closer that you get going to get to the point with that they didn't actually send it to you. <laughs> you know, one one or the other. You're going to get to the point where you have to like actually ask them for it or ask them again where it is. But it's kind of I feel kind of feel like it's that like the farther you get away from the other one, the closer you get it get to it actually happening maybe so that's kind of what i feel like every week is like higher percentage of a of a direct happening i think it's going to be a nice long one and it's going to be announced with you know days before it happens and it's going to be exciting but will it happen this month i hope it makes it makes sense for it to happen this i'd month. be surprised if it did a really big one last february yeah i'd be surprised if it didn't like, because they always do one at the top of the year. So, I, when is the what's the end of their fiscal year? Isn't that the end of February? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. So maybe that has something to do with it. Too. Well, let's say. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, next week, we can. Or like, do you want to predict when it's going to happen? We could like bet on one. I don't know. Sure, I'll say the following week. You'll say the next week, or the week uh-huh. after next week, and I'll say next week, and we'll just see if that happens. I really don't. You know what? Yeah, next week. Why not? I'll put. So I'll say next week twenty. I'm gonna say you know before the end of February, so sometime between the t- the twenty first and the twenty eighth. I'd be real surprised if it was. Oh wait, there's a twenty ninth this year too. Oh yeah, there is. That'd be a cool day to do it. Oh well, I'll be. That's my. I'll, I'll, well, that's later. But I'm going to a going to a pay per view on the twenty ninth. You're going to a pay per view party for a wrestling? No, I'm going to the actual pay per view. I'm going to be in the audience for the pay per view. Well, you're paying to view it in person. Yeah, I bought tickets already. They went on sale like last Is it wrestling? Yeah. I'm going to a, a live pay-per-view. It's going to be fun. But yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think that's good for our direct, right? Did you miss anything? Yeah. They, they could always just show us all of the of the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie in the direct, and that'd be cool. They would. I'm actually, you know what? P- people have come around on that movie. Apparently, people like it from what I've seen. I mean, it premieres like tomorrow slash yesterday, whenever you listen mm-hmm. to this, but coming around soon so i do kind of want to see it i don't know we'll see but uh yeah yeah that's been our episode that's been episode 206 thank you everybody for listening you can find us at nintendomainpodcast.com or you can find us at youtube.com slash nintendomainpodcast you can find us on twitter at nintendo underscore domain or at jmax stack 
You can also send us an email at nintendomainpodcast at gmail.com. If you've been watching this on Twitch, thank you for watching it. You can check out our Twitch stuff at twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast. And uh, I just I just put up an episode from Drunk Monday. We did our Oscar commentary. It was, it was good and fun. If you want to listen to us talk about the Oscars during the Oscars, you can listen to that. It was actually on, I put it on this feed and the Drunk Monday feed for the fun of it. And if you'd like to support the show and get some extra episodes... We actually have a total of 10 bonus episodes now on our on our Patreon. So if you give us a dollar a month, that's like $12 a year if you stay on for that long. You can listen to our 10 extra episodes. And you can also listen to this episode at a higher bit rate and without that Patreon commercial. So if you want to support Although the show, I don't know why you can do that. No one would want to hear that. That's a great commercial. It's a pretty good commercial, yeah. But if you're tired of it, you don't have to hear it on the other one. But yeah, if you want to support us and listen to some extra shit, we just did a Tetris episode, which I thought came out really well. So listen to us talk about our own personal history of Tetris and the actual history of Tetris. You can check that out. So yeah, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast is where that is. And uh, yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. And I'm Jerry Mikowski. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. We'll see you.